Welcome to the FBA Profits Podcast with your hosts Zuby and Leland. Broadcasting from California the only state that has hosted both the Summer and Winter Olympics. The Summer Olympics will be held there once again in 2028. And thank you for joining again FBA Profits with Zuby and Leland. I'm Leland. And I'm Zuby getting so good at doing that man it's good <laughs> all right so today we're on the topic of amazon again we're doing fba so that's f- uh, fulfillment by amazon and a very specific topic of stacking profits so zuby you want to lead us off on it sure um so that for, for any um uh, business where you are selling products um profits are the key uh factor right you're you're in it to make profits you're and you want to make sure that your return on investment aha i didn't say roi uh is uh, is as high as possible so um today we're going to talk about different ways uh, where you can um different sites and different tools and different um ways you can increase your um roi while sourcing and finding profitable products so, so just uh, to, just to just to frame that mm-hmm. loosely, we're setting aside sort of the arbitrage model: buy it cheap, sell it high, which we understand, right, or whatever the going rate is. These are other ways to increase the profits outside of the products you're purchasing. Correct? It's it's actually in conjunction with. Perfect. So. Our, our lists that we um, that our, our subscribers receive, the Profitable ASINs uh, uh, daily lists that they receive, already uh, have factored in a set uh, ROI based on uh, the criteria that we have inputted. So, you know, most of them are minimum of uh, 30% ROI um, and, um, you know, going all the way up to 500% ROI, uh, depending on the product. Uh, but... We want to talk about, in addition to those to, to, to the ROI that you will find through our lists or through your own sourcing strategies, um, there are ways where you can maximize your profits by adding or stacking. It's called stacking for profits, adding additional tools to your sourcing strategy. Um, I think it'll be easier if I just get into some of the tools. Um, one of them is cashback credit cards. Um, so if you, if you, for example, if you have a Spark Capital One Spark cashback credit card, they offer 2% cashback on all purchases. So if you use your credit card to make a purchase for your inventory, so you receive the list from us and you find a profitable item that you want to sell and you have, let's say, 30% ROI on it, well, if you use your cashback credit card to make that purchase, now you've gotten an additional 2% cash back for that, for that exact same purchase. So you have, you have your 30%, but now you have an extra 2% on top of that. Um, and it's, it's important to note that we're, we're not necessarily saying use, deb- use debt to get your inventory. What we're saying is use these cashback credit cards and then pay them off before the end of the month or before the statement, uh, before the next statement that, so you don't have any interest charges accrued. If you are not able to repay your uh, monthly balance every month, then it doesn't make sense. But if you can purchase 
your inventory using a cashback credit card and then pay off that credit card at the next uh, when when the statement comes off now you don't uh, accrue any interest you're helping your personal credit or business credit uh, while doing it as well but the main point being that you're also getting these cashbacks personally uh, my wife and I use these cashback uh, the, the the credit card cashbacks that we get from our multiple credit cards that we use for sourcing uh, for our vacations uh, we take at least two vacations a year um, and uh, the majority if not all of those vacations are financed through these cashback um, cashback credit cards that all, all the free money we get for just making these purchases yeah the other way the way I think about this is so for years we had the um, American Express right and so mm -hmm. we were accumulating tons of actually millions of points over the years and uh, vacation last year was all on we finally used all of the points all in one one swoop but what you're suggesting is rather than accumulate points at a uh, a brand like american express it's use the cash back and that increases instead of you know getting the vacation you've improved your return Right, but you can right. also you you know you can also use points. My wife's credit card is actually four points. Mm -hmm. uh, for us specifically, we don't. Um, most arbitrage resellers. Um, well, I, I should I shouldn't say most, but there's two different uh, thought processes for from a seller's perspective when it comes to cashback credit cards. One is that uh, they go ahead and include those uh, the the cashback that you receive and they deduct the cost of the product by that so that their ROI is extra is, is increased um, and then they when they get the cash back they go ahead and pay off the credit card with it and just uh, continue using it as uh, as additional capital for the for the business um, the the other the thought process, which is the one that that I do, is um, we. I don't. I don't incorporate that into my cost basis. It, to me, it is just a bonus. Um, I we're we're gonna take vacations on a on an annual basis um, rather than spending it spending it out of from money out of pocket. It's you know this is sort of a a good way to reward myself and uh, to reward the family for uh, working hard for mm. for having you know for for having a successful business um, so it's but but it you can you can use uh, miles you can use you, can, you know whatever that the key is to do some research and find out what the best ones are out there um, for you to be able to qualify for and get if you're getting miles and you, you realize that for every dollar you're actually getting you know four percent back well then that makes more sense than a two percent cash back uh, reward card. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's a personal choice, but it's an option out there and one that if you don't use, if you're just paying for your inventory through your business checking account, you're just leaving on the table. You're leaving free money on the table. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, I follow you. We do that, right? And that's, that's what we will. So that's uh, tool number one for that's stacking profits. Yeah. And then... Uh, What's your there, other secret sauce? What's number two? They, there are a number of different cash back uh, websites um, that uh, you, they, they all, or most of the ones that I use, all have um, Chrome extensions that you add to your Chrome toolbar. And every time you do, you go online for uh, to shop for something, 
if that website is uh, supported by that cashback site, then you just you know you click on it and you automatically get a cashback percentage, and it it varies from site to site uh, for each from from one of those cashback sites. Um, the Rakuten is one of them. Uh, it, they used to be Ebates. Uh, they did a lot of advertising as Ebates, but they just uh, recently last year changed their name to Rakuten. Um, and uh, they're they're you know we've we've gotten thousands of dollars back from all you do is just click on it. Uh, plus, there's a bonus that uh, most of, or all of these sites, uh, all of these uh, Chrome extensions, also have. Um, coupons that are currently available online for that website that you're shopping from. For, from. So if you're on uh, target.com, then um, you, you know, click on one of these cashback sites, uh, Chrome extension, not only does, if they do offer cashback, not only does that percentage uh, uh, get turned on right off the bat, but then it also gives you the option and tells you, hey, there is 22 coupons available for this site. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that what you're purchasing is going to qualify for one of those coupons, but by just clicking one button, it's going to run every single coupon through your checkout process. To, to, and, and if there's multiple coupons that apply for uh, what you're purchasing, then it will pick the best one that gives you the most return. Um, so it's, it, the, these are, again, tools that are just free money. Uh, highly recommend using them, and if you if you're not, you're just leaving money on the table, uh, because for the most part, what we are um, talking about, what we teach in our in our programs, um, is online arbitrage. And online arbitrage is basically you're purchasing online, uh, not basically you're exactly purchasing online. And if you're purchasing online, and there is I I, I purchase from sites that give me twelve percent cash back. Um, on my purchases. So, and I purchase large quantities. So when I do uh, a $10,000 order, I'm getting $1,200 cash back. It's, it's a huge uh, amount of money that accumulates very quickly. Um, so every quarter, uh, when we cash out of these cash, cash back uh, sites, there are thousands of dollars that we get of free money, basically. Uh, so highly recommend them. Um, Rakuten, uh, I already mentioned. Um, there is um, a newer one called Be Frugal. They're actually right now the highest cashback um, that you can get for any site. Um, so uh, if you're not on Be Frugal, definitely get on it. We actually just recently got on it uh, late last year. I didn't know about it until I somebody told me. Um, uh, somebody in the industry told me about them and. I jumped all over it. My cashback has actually gotten significantly higher. Um, and then there's also uh, Retail Me Not. Um, they are also uh, Deal Finder and uh, Cashback, although they're not nearly as much as Rakuten or Be Frugal. And then there's also other sites that um, only do coupons. Um, Honey is one of them. Um, I think Capital One has one. And uh, uh, th there's different different sites different services have different coupon uh, sites as well. So it's important just to, as an online arbitrage reseller, to go out there and make sure that you are maximizing all the free cashback sites, maximizing the uh, you know credit card uh, mileage or cashback um, for purchases. 
um, because all of that just stacks one on top of the other for your profits. Uh, whether you use them and and uh, and calculate them in your buy cost uh, for your accounting purposes or you don't, at the end of the day, your bottom line is gonna sh- is is gonna get increased by this quote unquote free capital that you're gonna get from just clicking something or by using a credit card um, and then paying it off right off the bat. Did I go too long into that? And no, it makes sleep? Com- <laughs> no, it makes complete sense. I was just uh, letting you wrap up because I'm thinking, uh, you know, ways to increase your profits, especially on the arbitrage side. And, um, you know, playing with the money makes, you know, good sense through the coupons and the cash back. Um, But I'm thinking sometimes you can develop relationships with your with your source. Um, And sometimes there's seasonal things that happen with your source. And that can be, you know, um, if you're doing online, granted, um, you might be just clicking buttons, but you might begin to see that they do end of the month clearance or end of the year clearance. And those can be times where you can jump in to, you're buying basically the same products um, and you can jump in there. Uh, If you do have a relationship with those um, sellers where you're getting your product from, there's opportunities possibly for volume discounts, um, changing the payment terms, right? Uh, like doing net terms or even getting package deals. I remember being in the warehouse one day and you were uh, literally taking apart packages because you wanted one thing, but you got something else. And so you were buying at whatever the cost is for the one, but that one package was becoming, each package was becoming two. Uh, so sometimes there's a package deal that you're getting more for your dollars. Uh, and, yes. and maybe I'm off topic, but I think that's also trying to increase your, your, uh, you're profit. Not, yeah. You're not off topic at all. You're just uh, advanced topics. Um, ah. because what, what you're talking about is definitely that there's a lot of different ways where you can maximize your profits, uh, especially once you have, uh, additional capital or higher capital to be able to negotiate better deals. And, and especially when you know that you have found a product that's replenishable, meaning that people are buying it continuously and you're continuously needing to uh, restock it. So you're purchasing inventory on a regular basis, uh, whether that's monthly or quarterly or whatever it might be. But you know that you have now found a product that is replenishable, that, are, that, that you're going to continue selling forever, if hopefully. Uh, so when you when you have that type of a product, then the next step and the next level of uh, growing and scaling your business brings you to the point of then finding a better source or negotiating a better deal from your current source gotcha so if you're yeah, purchasing, sorry to rush ahead there yeah yeah so if you're if you're purchasing um you know a, a widget from walmart um, and you notice that hey this this thing is selling really well uh it's uh, and it's been selling really well for months um, and by doing your research you notice that hey it has sold at this price point for years or for a year and a half or whatever it might be meaning that you're feeling very comfortable in increasing your quantity that you purchase on a regular basis well Walmart is too big of a player for you to have any kind of a uh, a leverage with on trying to negotiate price points but you can then go to the product itself uh, and go to the manufacturer, find the manufacturer or the distributor's information from the product, 
uh, from the packaging, contact them either electronically or call them um, and see if you can get some kind of an account set up with them with, you know, uh, with, with a minimum order that you agree to order from them uh, on a regular basis, whatever that regular is. And then you can negotiate a lower cost. Um, the, 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 the best part of this whole, that whole process is then uh, if you do become a wholesaler of that, of that brand, you now have access to all the other products that they have. And you mm. can get a spreadsheet from them and run it through software um, that uh, will tell you which products are profitable from their entire product line. So there are a lot of different ways to really increase your uh, buying power and your potential profits. Um, but when you're when we're talking about just the online arbitrage side, uh, those things don't necessarily come into play uh, as as a as a for, for beginner uh, selling on Amazon. Now. With that said, the caveat is if you do find something on one of our lists or on one of your sourcing uh, uh, excursions where you say, hey, this is profitable, I like it, I'm going to continue buying it, and you're buying it from a store near you, whether it's a large chain store or a smaller store, it doesn't matter, but where it, you have uh, access to one near you, then you can drive to that store, meet the manager, talk to the manager and find out, hey, look, I want to continue purchasing from you. Uh, these are the products I really like, uh, and I want to purchase you know, large quantities of them. Do they go on sale? Here's my email. Here's my number. Can you let me know when they go on sale? Are there clearances? Let me know when there's clearances. You know, sort of build a relationship with the store manager at that level, and uh, you'll be surprised how uh, open they will be to... Uh, sort of helping you and especially if you go in there with an open mind and a positive attitude. Um, so yeah, I, and Leland, I know you've done that with one of our brands uh, mm -hmm. that we've sold and you know, you, you went into the store and I've, I've gone into the store near me, you went into the store near you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we that, that's how you build those relationships and that's how then you're able to uh, sort of get a leg up on your competitors that, that might be selling the exact same thing but they're they don't have that relationship where the the store manager or the cashier texts them, hey, look, we just went on sale or we just got a new shipment. There's a hundred of this item. Do you want to come grab them? Yeah, they'll set them aside for you. Or, yeah, give you the heads up. All right. Anything else on uh, stacking profits? Well, the, the, the last thing I'll, I'll say about stacking for profits is, you know, if if if, there, if you want to know the specifics of what we use in our daily process, just reach out to us, uh, mm -hmm. email, social media, uh, however you can find me, just reach out to me or to Leland, and and we'll be more than happy to share uh, the tools that we use um, to to stack for profits ourselves. Uh, but also, it's important to sort of take a step back and and see this as a mindset as well. It's not mm -hmm. just um, you know, hey. These are the specifics, but in, from a macro perspective, your 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 goal is to maximize your profits uh, as an as an arbitrage uh, reseller. So, any way you know, people have figured out hundreds of different ways of of stacking for profits or of ways to maximizing their ROI or reducing their buy cost, but they haven't figured out all of them. Um, you know, what what's going to set you aside is by having that in the back of your mind on a continuous basis as you're 
running your business, how can I reduce my cost? How can I increase my profit? Mm. Um, and come up if if you come up with a new way, that's that's going to set you completely apart because you will get the buy box if you're selling if you're selling FBA and you are the lowest um, priced seller. You will get the buy box as long as your uh, metrics are good. So always be thinking. You know, it's it's. It's it's a mindset where you have to continuously have your business uh, at, at at least in the back of your mind, if not in the forefront of your mind, if this is a side business. But I'd always be thinking, how can I maximize my profits? How can I lower my costs? Um, costs include boxes and and uh, you know tapes and and labels and whatnot. Can you find free boxes out there? Yes, there are places that give away free boxes. So when you're first starting out, it might not be a bad idea to take some time and go to your local stores and say, hey, do you have boxes that you guys just throw away? If they do, just, hey, can I grab them from you on a regular basis? So there's a lot of different ways that you can really set yourself up for success, especially initially when mm. your capital is low and you can't afford to have too many dogs as far as inventory is concerned and you want to maximize your dollars as much as possible. So always be thinking about ways to lower your costs and increasing your profits. Wholly agree. And if you want to reach out to us, there's a couple of really good ways to do it. One of them is through a contact us page on our website, proasins, P-R-O-A-S-I-N-S.com. We also have a Facebook group. It's, you can punch into, you know, the search feature on Facebook and put in profitable ASINs two words profitable and then i uh, a s i n s and you'll be able to find us you'll see our logo there reach out to us ask us questions let us know what we're doing right let us know what you enjoy or not enjoy and um look forward to uh the next podcast thank you for your consideration your time there's lots of choices out there and for you to listen to us uh, i'm really grateful thank you zuby thank you leland okay thanks next time Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.